This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our tactical look at Arsenal's transfers in the Arsenal Transfer Show every single morning, 8am, except tomorrow because I'm working uh, 7 till 3. Um, but I am going to try and do something. Um, got an idea. I'm not going to say anything more than that. I'm just going to try and schedule something so that you don't miss out on a show at 8am proving that commitment to you guys uh, every single day. Um, so stay tuned. I'm going to try and sort something out for a show at 8am. I won't be live, um, but there hopefully will be something there. As I say, I will be working. So uh, I look forward to bringing you that content. Um, but good morning to everybody in the chat box who is joining us. And again, making this part of your morning routine, which is fantastic to see. We've got Matt, we've got Kaiser, uh, a new crit, Neon View. Uh, we've got Harrison, who's rejoined uh, and continued his membership with TGT. Thank you so much, mate, for the continued support. Always see you in the chat box. Absolute legend. Uh, Tono, we've got Paul, we've got Christopher, we've got Steve. Uh, Pepper joining us as well. Rich, we got Jonathan, Jose, Paul James, uh, Christopher Martin, Gary Pearson, uh, Bruce. Come on, you gunners. Um, Martin Taylor, we've got Yosef, we've got Chris, we've got David Blashett, we've got plenty more of you as well. Thank you so much, everybody, for continuing to join us in the chat box. And uh, let's get straight on with things because there's a few stories that we need to go through this morning. Uh, the first one, as always, is to go tell you to subscribe to the Arsenal way. We're currently sitting, uh, let's have a look, 6,270 subs on our way all the way forward to 7,000. Thank you for everyone that's continued to push forward with that. Um, you can go and watch plenty of interesting content on the channel, interviews with Per Mertesacker, the press conferences of Mikel Arteta all season, reactions, uh, chats with Kaya Kainak and Chris Wheatley on our press box show. Please do go and check out the channel. It's uh, a really good bit of content. And Bailey's going to be live at 9.30 this morning with his latest episode of the Arsenal Agenda. Uh, so I look forward to, to bringing you that. Um, and or rather, Bailey bringing you that and you going and tuning in for it. Let's go kick off with our first story of the day. And Eddie and Ketia's agents, although there has been interest in specifically the likes of West Ham, 
Brighton, uh, Crystal Palace have also come forward. Apparently, Nketiah's agents are looking to try and swindle a move for Nketiah to move to the Bundesliga. Uh, we've seen a lot of English players move there and have some really solid success. The likes of Jaden Sancho, Jude Bellingham. Reese Nelson started off quite well at Hoffenheim before his loan kind of uh, fell away a little bit. But we've still seen some really good, solid performances. And scouts of German clubs have been looking towards England to bring players in for quite some time. Uh, Matonda, who left Man City for Schalke, is having a good season at Circle of Bruges, as uh, Manu, our Belgian expert, tells us yesterday's show. So there is obviously uh, a look at these players. And Nketiah and his agents are supposedly sounding out those in the Bundesliga to possibly find a move for him in the January window, which would certainly be an interesting one for him and maybe one where Arsenal would get a decent fee were he to move. Although saying that, you'd think that the Premier League clubs could pay much more. Uh, Philippe Coutinho, according to plenty of outlets coming out from Spain, is actually being offered by Barcelona to Arsenal. However, Arsenal have plenty of doubts about Coutinho and his ability and how, kind of where he's at right now in terms of his career injuries also have been affecting his time at Barcelona. I, again, as have maintained every single time we've talked about Coutinho, would be very, 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 very surprised if this was to happen. It just doesn't make too much sense. It doesn't really fall into what we're trying to do at the club right now. And there are other players at Barcelona that you think would be more interesting, like Frankie de Jong, to a lesser extent, Sergino Dest. So I think there are players in that team that Arsenal could target far more than simply looking at Coutinho. But that is the rumour that Barca are offering Coutinho straight out for Arsenal's players, which is a bit of a shame, to be honest. Oh, is the TGT sneeze coming? Hmm. Every time I go to speak, I feel like it's going to creep around the corner. No, it's going away. I feel like it might come back any second. TGT Sneeze has been away for a while. <laughs> if I can feel it coming and sneaking up on me then. Um, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, let's push on. It might return. Uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles um, has, of course, as you very much know now, been linked with this move to Roma. Sky Sports reporting that the talks uh, between Ainsley Maitland-Niles and the Italian side are now at at an advanced stage uh, and this deal could go through very early on in the January transfer window it's a move that for me must it has to signal that Arsenal are going to be open to bring in a midfielder because if we allow Maitland-Niles to leave we would be left with just Granite Xhaka and Lukonga with Partey and Elneny going to the African Cup of Nations surely Arsenal have a midfielder in line in mind that are you know that must be they must be looking to push for and it makes very little sense to me that uh, it makes very little sense to me that we would let Maitland-Niles leave and then obviously see him um, see him end up not being at the club and leaving us short. It doesn't make any sense in terms of a fee. Again, the rumours surrounding are around a ten million euro option. We would have obviously a loan fee associated with this deal as well. But again, it, we just, it just comes back to the point where you think, how would on earth would we allow him to leave and leave us with just Lukonga and Jacka? In regards to names in midfield, I have an idea for a show that we might talk about uh, <laughs> in terms of replacements that will come up very soon. But uh, there is a number of options out there in midfield to go and replace him with, that is for sure. Uh, now, Frank Kessier, who is a central midfielder, is certainly one of those options. However, 
the recent reports are not good for Arsenal, with Tottenham Hotspur taking a lead in any possible move for the, uh, the Ivory Coast International, um, who will, of course, be going off to the African Cup of Nations in the uh, January window. Uh, but also Manchester United are interested in the player and both of uh, Tottenham and Man United are said to be ahead of Arsenal, according to the Express. He's been linked with a move for some time. His contract will be expiring at AC Milan for the end of the season, so he can therefore uh, agree a pre-contract agreement with a club in the January window. We'll have to wait and see where he ends up moving. I know he's a player that a lot of people would have liked to have seen Arsenal push for, but frustratingly, it seems like Tottenham Hotspur are leading the race at this moment in time for the Ivory Coast midfielder. Now, our final story revolves around Demarcio's latest words on uh, Dusan Vlaovic. They're not positive for those that were hoping for a positive update on the Serbian striker. Demarcio was asked about the interest of clubs and and the 21-year-old forward from Fiorentina. He replied saying, it depends on which project and how much money is he being given. Arsenal, for example, his agents do not want to speak to them. They think Arsenal is not good enough for him in his career. They think that Tottenham or Man City or Man United are more of a fit for him. Tottenham with Antonio Conte as coach is the right fit for him. He could be a replacement for Harry Kane or even play with him for one year. He can improve with Kane by training with him during the matches. I think that he can learn from a top player like Kane one year behind Kane or he can play with him. That should be the right fit for him. Oh, it's frustrating um, to not try and get baited into, you know, um, worrying about these kind of links and seeing Spurs being credited as a better option for Vlaovic. When I understand the uh, the kind of theory behind that, but Spurs, even with, and I hate to compliment Kane because I don't like him for very obvious reasons, but he has been one of the best strikers on the continent for some time. And even with that, Spurs have been unable to win any trophies. None whatsoever have not been able to get anywhere near. And I count that Champions League final because Liverpool were always going to win that. They haven't been able to come close to winning a trophy at Spurs whilst Kane has been there. And having um, and being a replacement for Harry Kane is not going to guarantee you any any possibility of winning trophies. So whether Demarzio has his own links and you know has his own uh, allegiances uh, and loyalties on certain sides, it certainly seems on this side of things at least that he isn't keen on seeing Arsenal go for him. It feels to me like there could be one person that said that he's not speaking to Arsenal and this has been a story that has been completely run with and pushed for. Uh, we've heard from nowhere else um, that Arsenal are interested in in Blaovic in regards to kind of actual pushing and offering. Uh, if you remember previously, Fabrizio Romano said that there was no discussions going on between Arsenal and uh, Fiorentina or Arsenal and his agents, no discussions at all so there's been conflicting reports it seems like this is a story that is very much being used to design to absolutely slam and push Arsenal down I would take it with a pinch of salt it's not positive I just can't wrap my head around um, the idea of Spurs being a better option um, I know I'm very very biased Antonio Conte being there will obviously be a draw for any player uh, but it's Spurs. <laughs> Spurs just don't win things. So 
look, we'll see where it moves. We'll see where it leads. We'll see if it changes. But as I've said for a number of weeks, my priority in the striking position is elsewhere, is other players, but would have always been open to seeing Vlaovic join the club because he looks to be a real talent. Anyway, that does complete today's news. So if you do have a question for the chat box, throw them in now and we'll go through as many of them as feasibly possible. Okay, let's uh, let's jump into the chat box. Let's see what you guys are saying. Um, let's go up to, let's scroll up a little bit higher. Uh, A350 says, I watched Serie A. Skamaka is better than Vlaovic, better link up than Vlaovic, would suit our team more, in my opinion. It's, you know, it's hard to... It's hard to agree when you look at the goal record of Vlaovic uh, and playing for a team like Fiorentina and still scoring a ridiculous number of goals. It's hard for me to jump on the bandwagon of Skamaka and say that he's he's better than him. But I'm not seeing too much of Skamaka, so I can't really comment. But just on goal record alone, Vlaovic looks ridiculous um, for the stats that he's drawing in. Uh, Harvey says, how long will Conte stay for? It depends how badly it goes. I mean, he's only got a contract until the end of next season, as far as I'm aware. Whether or not he'll sign a new deal, we'll have to wait and see. But it does seem a little bit um, like it's it's a stopgap for him to get back into management and then push to another and bigger club, possibly around Madrid when Ancelotti maybe leaves. We'll have to wait and see. Steve Stone says, even with Maitland-Niles and El Nenny still with us, I personally think we are too thin on the ground in the midfields. I definitely agree. I, I mean, El Nenny... Um, I mean, as you say, even with those two staying, we don't necessarily have enough quality and strength in depth if we were to lose Xhaka or Partey or Conga. So I do agree with you. I would still be going for a midfielder even if we hadn't have lost one of those players. But considering that one is leaving, then absolutely you would think that we would need to go for one anyway. Um, Paget says, hello, Tom. How are you, mate? Good, thank you, mate. Hope you're doing well. From India... Um, what do you think about Aaron Ramsey for a six-month loan deal? Again, like I've said before, if it was Aaron Ramsey or no one, you obviously go for Ramsey. But I do think there are plenty of options available that are much better for us than going and paying big wages towards Aaron Ramsey. Uh, Akshat says, any Italian media reports about Spurs should be taken with a sack of salt because of Paratici? Ah, very good point. Very good point indeed. Uh, Manoush says, morning from Mauritius. Tom, whenever you're coming over here next year, you can come and have lunch at my place anytime and have some Mauritian traditional... I am actually going to Mauritius next year for the honeymoon. I would, however, say, Manoush, that if I told the missus that on our honeymoon I was going off to you know, meet with one of the subscribers on our honeymoon, she might she might understandably be a little bit peeved. So uh, forgive me if that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think you can understand that. Uh, I know it's a completely niche idea that I'd be going to Mauritius anyway, but uh, I appreciate the offer, but I think you can understand <laughs> that she might be a bit annoyed. Uh, Kingsley says, his agent is clearly using Arsenal to sell Vlaovic. Arsenal might be interested, but definitely haven't put out fillers for him. The media is just using the Torreira loan deal to leverage a deal. Hmm, very interesting indeed. Uh, Tulip says, if we finish in the top four, could we pursue Bellingham in the summer? Can I dare to dream? Look, if you get into the Champions League, you open up a lot of doors. I'm not saying that Bellingham would like to come to Arsenal, but Arsenal would be far better positioned to move for a player of his calibre if they are in the Champions League. It's so, so big for Arsenal if they get into the Champions League this season, and then they can look to try and build a squad that can maintain that and push for titles. That's what we want to see at Arsenal. 
Hopefully, we're seeing a build. We're, we're seeing a building of a side that's looking to aim towards that. Manu says, "Firstly, good morning. Good morning to you, mate. Do you think Martial could get back to his best at Sevilla? Also, do you know Lacazette has a better stats than him in the Premier League? Lastly, would you take him? Over, would you take him over Coutinho? Um, I would take Martial over Coutinho, and I would keep Lacazette over Coutinho." I think Martial could do very well at Sevilla. It could also open up the door to a move for Yusuf Nezri uh, if they were to move for him. So possibly something of a, a transfer merry-go-round. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, and I didn't know that he had better stats than him in the Premier League, but now you say it, it's not that much of a surprise, to be honest. Um, let's go to Gunners, who says, Yesterday I saw an article which stated that DCL is the perfect fit for Arsenal. He suits the age limit for Arteta profile, the way he links up and scores, and is way better than Gunners. Did you see an article that said that, that that he was better? That's interesting. Um, was it was it this article? <laughs> was was it this article by any chance? Hold on, let me see if it's. Uh, was it was it this one? <laughs> was it this article? It might have been this article. Oh, who wrote this one? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I mean, I wrote a piece. I'll leave a link to it in the description, which is basically saying about how Alexandra Lacazette's performances are telling um, Mikel Arteta and Edu who to go for. Um, and the way in which his link-up play is really helping with the way that Arsenal are playing right now and his pressing as well and that side of his game. I mean, Vlaovic doesn't drop in. Vlaovic doesn't press. Vlaovic is a finisher. He plays off the last defender that's the style of striker that he is. And I mean, if you go and give this article a read, you'll see that he is one of the better options for me. And yes, I mean, even speaking, and I'll use, uh, I mean, the, the evidence in the piece is looking at a conversation between me and David Hughes, who is our scouting anal and analysis writer at Reach. He's a huge Everton fan as well, which I know you may say makes him a little bit biased, but he doesn't want to see Calvert-Lewin leave Everton for Arsenal but he talked about in that show specifically how good he is and how hardworking he is and how he would suit Arsenal's press. So I think that all of those things combined probably, you know, uh, lead us towards that one. So there you go. Um, let's scroll down because uh, otherwise I'm going to miss it. Uh, uh, let's go to the Premier League chat. It says, hey, Tom, will you go for Tielemans or Rice? Tielemans' contract expires in June 2023, so it'll be available for a cut price in the summer whilst Rice could cost up to $100 million. I've, Yeah, I think I'd go for Tielemans. If you said we could get Rice, obviously I'd go for Rice, but I think Tielemans would be a brilliant addition to the team. Uh, Andreas Nielsen says, when do players return from the AFCON? It depends when they get knocked out. Um, but the earliest that they could return, I think, is like near around the 20th, 25th of January. It's it's quite late. There's like two to three weeks of group games that start on the 6th of Jan, I think. And the competition goes all the way through till something like the 3rd of February. So it depends when teams get knocked out. But there is a long time that players could be out for. Uh, Malcolm says, Martial has most of the skill set required to play as R9. Would you take him? Uh, no, uh, I wouldn't take him because we need to consider ourselves as a side that are trying to get above Man United. And if a player is not getting into Man United's team, that's a big, big tell for me to say, no, thank you. Um, I'm going to go sign someone that could get into Man United's team and improve them and instead steal them away to get into Arsenal's team. So that's personally what I would go for. Uh, Emily Nelson says, hey, Tom, uh, top three centre mids that you'd prefer. Uh, top three, Matthias, I mean, of that are realistic in the January window. So I won't include Tielemans in that, even though I think that Tielemans is a player that I'd love to see us sign. I don't think he's realistic in January. Uh, Matthias Fanberg. I think is a, is a very, very good option. Um, 
Oh, who else would I go for in midfield? I think Mark Rocker is a good option, uh, kind of you know, provide depth. There's a loan option in midfield from Bayern Munich. There's another one. And who else is realistic that I would go for? My head keeps going towards Salzburg and saying Camaro, but I'm not sure he'd be the right choice in this window. Um, let's see if there's anyone in the chat box suggesting anyone specific uh, who they go for for their top three midfielders. Uh, indeed, he suggests Harrison, possibly Fabian Ruiz. Again, I'm not sure if he's realistic. I do love Fabian Ruiz. I'm not sure that he's realistic in the January window, though. That's the problem. Mikel Moreno from Real Sociedad is is another one that I would say as well. I maybe would look to bid quite heavily for him if we were able to get him. Uh, so there you go, Emily. Uh, Managers, if we get into the Champions League, I would take Greenwood out of his misery. Do you think that Ralph could save this ship full of egos from sinking? Based on yesterday's performance, no. And, I mean, that has now put... You know when we were talking about before would you rather be in the position that we are now or have the games that Spurs and United have in hand over us? And I said that I'd rather be where we are. I'd rather know where we're at, have those points kind of accumulated and then let those teams play catch up. And now already, United will have to win both. I think United can win all of their games in hand now they still would be behind us in the table. Let's have a quick look. Arsenal on 19 games on 35 points. Man United on 17 games, 28 points. If United win their two games in hand over us, they would be one point behind us. So they have to win those two games in hand. And that's not a guarantee. I'm not sure what the games that they had postponed were, but they would have to. Um, they'd have to win those games. And, you know, that's no easy task. Uh, of course, we do have Manchester City next, which could open up the possibility of seeing them go above us, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, let's scroll down a little bit more. Yosef uh, says, what do you think of Gio Simeone? Simeone's been one that I remember was suggested by um, Tifo as a possible option for Arsenal to move for. Currently playing for Hellas Verona in Serie A. 12 goals, 3 assists in 19 games this season. Uh, he was is on loan uh, from Cal, uh, Cagliari, I believe. Yes, it is Cagliari. He's on loan from this season. Uh, I'm not sure whether or not he would be able to take that step up. I mean, he was previously at Fiorentina. He was sold to Cagliari for less than his, at the time, projected market value. 26 years of age now. Would he be the right striker? I tell you what, he could be the striker that you bring in if you lose both Lacazette and Aubameyang on top of, you say, your Calvert-Lewin, your Isaac, your Vlaovic. He could be that striker that you bring in on top of those. So that's possibly an option. There was the sneeze. It was always coming. Uh, let's scroll down a little bit more. Uh, Alexandra Lawson says, Morning, Tom. I'm worried that even if we reach top four, players might not want to move to Arsenal because we have slim chances to win it. Um, what do you think? Look, that's always going to be in the minds of a player. If you've got an option of going to, say, Arsenal or Man City, it makes far more sense to go to Manchester City if you're willing to play less games. But if it's a choice between us and a Man United out of Europe, a Spurs out of Europe, Leicester out of Europe, West Ham, all these teams that are trying to push for Champions League football, even Chelsea at points because of the team and players that they have, you could argue that Arsenal would be a good option for those those players. And it's about kind of getting into the upper echelon. If it's between us and Dortmund, us and Atletico Madrid, us and, I don't know, PSG even. Like, if it's an option between us and, and those teams... 
maybe Arsenal could open up the opportunity to rise above them in terms of attractiveness for a side to sign for. So being in the Champions League definitely puts you up a fair few levels. We need to open our coefficiency up a lot more. We've been out of Europe for a year. It's not good. Hopefully we're going to be in Europe next season just in the Champions League. If it's the Europa League, I've said I'll be happy. I'll be It's a good season to be top six, but we are fighting for the Champions League and that is great to see. Um, let's scroll down a little bit more. Uh, isn't he Diego Simeone's son? Uh, he is indeed. Giovanni Simeone is uh, Diego Simeone's son. Uh, Dirk says, Arteta came out and said, all the players think Wilshere is the best in training. Would you not take him as a gamble? As, again, if it was him or no one, I'd choose him. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Stan the Man says, with Wilshere being issued a squad number, is there any chance that he'll turn out for Arsenal? I didn't know that he'd been given a squad number. That's interesting. Uh, let's go on to Twitter and see any pictures. <laughs> I've not seen any pictures of him being given a squad number. Uh, Wilshere was in training because as far as I'm aware, he just had JW on his jacket. But I don't see, I don't see a new squad number on him. Maybe I've missed that, but I've not seen that. So there you go. We'll have a look. We'll have to wait and see. Maybe it's a hint. Could he be moving? Could he be signing a contract with the club? We'll have to wait and see. Tom says, "Don't ask not the same amount of Champions League trophies." <laughs> yeah, they do. But again, it's that kind of the status of being in the competition, of course. Um, Gunners says, uh, Tom, which goalkeeper do we need as the backup to Ramsdale if Leno leaves? And which midfielder and which striker would you want for Arsenal? We've kind of talked a lot about strikers and midfielders, but goalkeeper, look, it's, you, you've got two routes. You either go down the experience route and get someone like a Fraser Forster or an Alex McCarthy or a, a Sam Johnston. You go down that route. Sergio Asenjo from Villarreal maybe, or you go down the younger route and try and sign someone that's got potential. Uh, or, you know, you promote Arthur Oconquo and say, here's your opportunity. Save money, invest elsewhere, and promote from the youth team. Why not do that? Oconquo, despite his struggles in preseason, which, you know, everyone saw and then had a predetermined opinion of the player, he's still a very, very highly rated goalkeeper amongst the youth. And there's a reason why he was given a new contract and given the opportunity in the first team. So, Maybe he deserves a chance. Maybe we should save our money. Uh, Venkatesh says, I would have called my crazy... I'd have been called crazy for saying this earlier, but if we achieve top four, could we go for Frankie de Jong? A 75 to £80 million bid. Do we have the capacity to buy a centre midfielder for this much money? Or this money should be spent on a striker? Uh, look, if you're in the Champions League, as I said, you've always got a chance. Uh would he want to leave? There are rumours that he's unsettled. We'll have to wait and see. Unai Simons suggests Christopher, Spanish international goalkeeper. I'm not sure if he would be able to be poached from Athletic Club, uh, and they usually do demand a pretty high fee for their players. Would he want to join if we've already got a starting goalkeeper? That's the other problem. Uh, Osman says, do you think Isaac uh, of Real Sociedad uh, would be the perfect fit for Arsenal? He is a copy of Thierry of Rian Aubameyang. I think he would be the perfect fit. Look, I've, he's grown on me a lot in the last six months or so. But what I would say is that he's going to cost a lot having just on a new contract with an 18 million euro release clause. Um, and he hasn't shown that ability on a Premier League stage. It would be a risk. I'd still lean towards um, a Calvert-Lewin. Uh, Martin Taylor says, jo Jovic would have to be worth a punt. 
on loan in January, I would agree with you. Probably worth a punt just for a six month with an option. Maybe we'll have to wait and see if that's something that Arsenal pursue in the window. Um, I think we're getting pretty much the similar line of questioning. Other than Tom, who says, what are your thoughts on Matty Cash uh, as competition for Tommy Asu? I think that Aston Villa would charge a lot of money. And I would take him, but I think he would be charged. I would think we would be charged a lot of money. But uh, I think that might put the club off when there are better, not better options, but you know, more savvy, street smart kind of options to go for in the window. Um, if you haven't already dropped a like on the video, guys, please, please do. It helps us out so, so much. And if you are a new uh, watcher of the channel, we do these shows at eight a.m. every single day. Uh, I won't be live tomorrow as i say because i'm working seven till three but what i will do is i will try to get you a show still at 8 a.m so that you're not without one uh with your morning breakfast and coffee i will try and get one with you uh, so you don't miss out please do drop a like on the video i'm also going to try and bring you a show this afternoon if i can um it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you guys as it always is make sure you go and check out the arsenal way they'll be live at 9 30 with bailey so do go give that a listen we will see you again very very soon and as always up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.